Welcome to this week's Radio Free Tote Bag. I'm your host, Donovan. I am your also host, Arthur. And this is episode eight, right? Eight. Eight. Yeah. This will be eight. Yeah. We, we switched the order of them that we released a couple of them. Well, really just two. And apparently that's very confusing for me. I got some very positive feedback on my edit of episode six. <laughs> I love that when I listen to that. That was good times. <laughs> How are you doing this week, Arthur? Oh, man. Uh, they changed up the work schedule at work. Uh, so the jewelry department closes uh, significantly earlier. For those of you who didn't know, I work at the jewelry department at a major retailer. Yeah. And uh, they're cutting down the hours. So I'm I'm working in other departments now and I'm getting used to that and getting the adjustment. But uh, I think it's overall, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good for me. Yeah. What's your what's your preference? Like what you like this new stuff you're working in or were you like fucking rocking the jewelry? Uh I basically chose the jewelry department because I got a bad back but I like merchandising, you know? Like yeah. I don't want to be like throwing, you know, cases of beer around all day. I'll I'll go ahead and I'll put earrings on a little rack. There um, you go. And so that's worked out pretty fine, but uh there is a lot of standing around and being bored as shit. Uh, so it'll be kind of nice. They're going to have me doing uh ship from store where, um, basically some douchebag will get a, uh, get a hankering for, you know, uh, you know, I need an Instapot and I need a, uh, I need a new blouse and I need a pair of earrings and I need, um, you know, some, some new cookware. And so I go around the store and I pick up the shit and I put it in a little box and then uh, ship it out to the motherfucker. Boom. Yeah, it's going to be pretty fun, I think. There you go. Then cook the blast and the earrings and the uh, Instapot, and mm-hmm. maybe you got yourself a stew going. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> I am actually in kind of a crappy mood, because no uh, I just found out that uh, you know it's tax season. I owe the shit tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I ran it, and I owe $1,000. Oh, God. <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. See, that's where you fucked up. You stopped being poor. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's fucking... I'm the oppressed person here. This is why taxes <laughs> are bad, etc. Are you a libertarian yeah, now? What's that? Are you a libertarian now? Oh, absolutely. As of this day. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck leftism. Uh, I'm going full chud. It's going to be great. Mega, mega. Nah, dude, it's my fucking fault, too. Like, I knew last year that I was supposed to uh, adjust my, whatever the fuck it's called. I know so about taxes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently I didn't do that. Damn. Uh, and so now, instead of getting a cool little bonus, I have to delete a portion of my savings. So that's, that's good times. Nice. That's not good times at all. I'm yeah. really excited for you that $1,000 is a portion of your savings. That's good for you. Ah, oh, man, that came out such a humble, braggy way. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hey, the, sav- the savings is definitely a recent thing. Yeah. yeah. I think I think I moved out here three years ago with negative, negative savings because uh, L.A. sucked all of my savings money, my meager savings away like some sort of money vampire. It is my understanding that that is a thing that uh, motherfucking L.A. will do. Oh, God, that's accurate, dude. It will take that's your money accurate. from you. Oh, because every, everybody knows the, you know, uh, co- like the cost of living, like rent's higher out there, right? Like right. apartments are fucking expensive as hell, and that part sucks. But it's also like little things. Like I moved out there. Luckily, I got rid of my uh, old Mercedes gas guzzling 87, 1987 car that I had in high school. Which what I kind missed, of Mercedes? A 420 SEL. They got basically they number names. I don't know what that. The, the, so the, it's the old S class. Before the S class was just like the S and some numbers. It would be the number uh, with the engine size and then uh, the letters for it. Mm-hmm. So the S E is the uh, big ass fucking four door sedan, like the biggest sedan. And then the L is the long wheelbase. So this thing, this thing is a fucking limo, dude. Damn. Uh, did, did you ever see that in college? I, I was don't think I did. Ah oh, man, I, that would I, I I fucking miss that car, dude. That is that is just like I I got it in the middle of uh, the uh, recession or whatever, and oil prices being up, so it was in perfect condition. I got it for like three grand. Damn, uh, as my first car, 
And owned by like a Mercedes mechanic, so it ran fine. Uh, super comfortable. Just cool fucking car. The downside was that fucker got like maybe 14 miles to the gallon Eww. with premium gas. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, so Ew. I, didn't, I didn't get to drive a whole lot in high school on account of, uh, you know, that would take all of my goddamn money to fuel the fucker up. And it had yeah. like a 20 gallon fuel tank or something oh, ridiculous. Jesus. And the air conditioning was broken. So uh, when I was moving out to LA and gas prices were high, then I was like, okay, this is, this is a bad idea. This is hell on earth. Get something economical. Uh, a fucking a tangent. Anyway, so besides the rent stuff, I move out there. Gas is like $5 a gallon. Uh, which mm. literally would have bankrupt me had I had that car still. Fuck. And then, like, groceries are more expensive, and you're driving all the goddamn time for, like, big distances, yep. probably 30 miles a day for my commute, Jeez. and fucking traffic, so the fuel economy is, like, even worse. And How's uh, the 405, Dono? Yeah, it's, it's as bad as everyone says it is. I Yeah. But my friend was coming to visit, and he's like... Like, show me, I want to see some L.A. culture. Like, you know, show me the local things. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, at about 5 p.m., uh, we'll drive out on the 405, and you can experience getting out of your car because you're literally not moving. And you can just, you know, jog around a little bit and get back in, and you'll still be fucking good. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's like, that's what everybody says. And usually that's exaggerated, but dear fucking God, the traffic there is bad. Just paralyzingly awful. Damn. Yeah. Man, gotta but give hey, up the melee dreams. Yeah, cool besides that, though, you know. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you ready to get into some questions here? Oh, uh, real quick, I want to mention to our listenership, because I said that uh, I was going to try to get my driver's license before the end of March. That shit didn't happen, but I beat the end of April. I am a licensed driver in the state of Ohio. Yeah, two occasions for the air horns got to be dump somebody or getting Arthur getting his driver's license. Nice. And, uh, occasion number two has just happened. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Are you, yeah. are you like, excited about that? You I'm pretty I mean? excited. Uh, it's, it's not quite as exciting because I don't have my own car yet. So it's yeah. not like I have, you know, total freedom to do whatever the fuck I want now. But, uh... You know, yeah, just getting in the car, like being like, "Hey, hey, Dad, I'm gonna borrow the car." <laughs> I go pick up my girlfriend for prom. Yeah, I think he was kind of hoping that he would hear that at 16 as opposed to 29, but you know, whatever. <laughs> hey, man, it happened. Everybody, it's, it's good times. Everybody got to go at their own pace. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and you were living in Columbus for, like, such a good chunk of time. Yeah. I mean, I feel, you don't fucking have to have a car in that city, to be honest. It's true. I was um, the number two uh, user of the Co- of the Kogo bike share for mileage uh, in its a, in its introductory year. God damn. Uh, yeah, they track your mileage, and I was, I was number two. Uh, they got one of those here in Nashville, too. I recommend I, uh, it. It's good shit. Yeah, I love bike shares. I, I don't. I don't know of any stations on my side of town. Most yeah. of it's kind of west side and downtown. No happen. Yeah. yeah, I'll go find one, or I'll just steal the bike. Nice. There we go. Yeah, I'm sure they have no tracking devices or anything. Not at all. I can just take it, one. Yeah, it's the honor system. And it's not. It's not going to cost you, you know, fucking hundreds and hundreds of dollars to have a, nah, a stolen bike from them. No, nah, definitely easier than just uh, getting a bike. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Right now, now I'm ready to get into some questions. All right, my bike thievery questions bits are are done. Uh, let's fucking get into this. Yeah. Uh, so what are we starting with? This uh, 19F boyfriend 21. Yeah, hit me, question. Hit, hit me with that. All right. <clears throat> uh, let's see. My 19. 19- F, oh, my 19F boyfriend, 21M, gets upset slash annoyed and distant if I don't send emojis in my texts. <laughs> Am I right to think this is kind of ridiculous? It feels like he takes everything I say way too seriously, and it's been driving me nuts. If I text my boyfriend back and do not add an emoji or an X, he will almost always become defensive or sarcastic. Today I texted him that I was super happy I had just finished my coursework for uni, British, and he texted me back along the lines of, so proud of you, period. I said thank you and returned to my work. 
He then got all defensive, saying he was being serious and wouldn't reply to me in a huff. This isn't the first time. I also feel as if he's pulling me up on saying things when he knows they're innocent. He knew me before we started dating, so he knew I kind of have an out-there sense of humor. But now he's getting mad at me for these things I jokingly say when anybody who knows me would know what I meant. They aren't even rude things? Question mark, question mark. Like he knows who I am and what my personality was like before we began dating, why is he suddenly acting as if he doesn't know me at all? Am I right to think that getting pissed if I don't send emojis, or assuming I'm somehow throwing shade if I don't, is kind of petty and ridiculous? TLDR, boyfriend gets angry or upset if I don't send emojis or X's. I think this is dumb, but I don't want to offend him. And that was posted by Unicorn Tears and Wine. That sounds like a delicious combination. Uh, fuck, man. <laughs> what do you do? Okay, what is an emoji or an X? What is an X? Uh, like a, like the uh, XO, you know, kiss tug sort of oh, thing. Oh, I mean, nah. like maybe, yeah. That's got fucking be weird. I, I, I don't really get that one either. But I know I know people who do that. I I am not much of an emoji user myself. I don't I don't pepper them in like uh, like some people do. So I kind of get where she's coming from that it's it would be it would be forced to just add them in. So I don't think she should uh, just capitulate and emoji up her convo. Um, like what what is it about an emoji that's such an emollient? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know yeah. if I use that right. <laughs> no, no, I, I think so. Yeah, what is it? What is it that mollifies him so so much by using emojis? Well, there's two things here for me. I mean, these people are a decent chunk younger than us, right? My at least my experience with emojis, and I know people who are more uh, aggressive with them or more con- like consistent with using them, is just kind of like a bit. Like you throw some fucking goofy ass clapping emojis or like the kneeling person praying and shit, but like. That's just if you're saying some sort of joke. I don't think I'm the sort of person who's got to put like a, you know, a one in every single message. Right. And I feel like most people like Meyer or around our age are pretty much like that. I don't know if you're the same way or if you just don't use them at all. I pretty much just use the fire emoji and the 100 oh, yeah. emoji. Oh, yeah. Also a good one. Actually, you want to do something? Yes, I do. You should pull your pull your phone up and go through like the first line of most recently used okay. emojis. I'm okay, curious where you got all right, messages. Oh, I got a text. Okay, that's funny. Okay, uh, um, <laughs> winky face. Shouts out to whoever texted you. I yeah. like that. Go go go. Uh, uh, frequently used first line: winky face, double heart. Um, the kind of like smiling with the with the eyes like pointing up. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it would be carrot underscore carrot would be the ah, yeah, would yeah, be the yeah, emoticon yeah. Uh, thumbs up heart good shit followed good by shit. 100 and B the <laughs> white B with the with the block oh you gotta love the B <laughs> it's I got good that too. the B's been very strong of late I got cat with hard eyes sunglasses mm. the angry snorting emoji where he's mm, just like blowing mm-hmm. the steam out of his nose I love that shit that's fucking goofy I've gotten that from a you a number of times cat. Oh, sad yeah. kitty. Sad cat. I don't know what I was sad about. Clapping. Also the bee. Uh, the kind of weird moaning emoji. Yep. And uh, a siren. That's good times. Mm. I love the siren. Siren's strong. It's a strong yeah. emoji. Yeah. Alert, alert. I'm sending you a text message about something that's probably funny because I'm pretty funny. <laughs> that's how I think of that one. Yeah. What do you think... What do you think this person's uh, top emojis are? The, the people who use them constantly, one consistent one is the crying laughing emoji. Yes. Which I fucking, it, that's great. That's great as like a sarcastic kind of bit because it's such a fucking obnoxious one. Especially the but sideways one, the one that's like rolling over to the oh, side. Oh, yeah. And then people alternate the fucking two of them. Like, okay, yeah, you're crying, standing straight up, and then you're crying like a little bit of an angle, laughing. Like, nice. I guess you're supposed to be rolling around a little bit, but just right. like a little shift. Yeah. Yeah. I don't love that. The only people I see use those seriously are like shitty internet commenters 
Right. And they're pretending that, like, you're all getting so pissed, but I'm not. Crying emoji, crying emoji, crying emoji. Sideways that's usually a good emoji. sign. Oh, yeah. And that's usually a good sign that whatever they're fucking talking about is some goddamn nonsense. Yeah. What about the so, what about the smiley devil emoji? That's a strong one. Like the per yeah, it's like the purple devil. Yeah, purple devil and the poop, of course. Ah, uh, everybody loves the, the poop? poop. Who could forget the poop? That's some good stuff. Yeah. Now I'm Heart just looking at emojis. This is fucking yeah, up the show. Dude, I'm fucking thinking through this. Yeah. <laughs> this person's asking like their their boyfriends upset that they're not using enough, and now we're just getting into. <laughs> More of what they hate. We're like, how come you fucking up? Well, give uh, just okay. All right, all right, all right. So if all of it, all it takes is an emoji. That's what three three taps. Yeah, you gotta pop that little menu up, a little other menu. Did they say how long they've been together? No. Yeah, I'm not seeing that. In there. Would this be like if you were say you were together for like two months? Would this be grounds for a conversation of like, yo, you need to like fucking chill out. I'm not going to use emojis every time you need to fucking relax. Yeah, dude. If somebody, somebody, I get if like maybe your group of friends all kind of does that, but I can't imagine a person who's not aware that everybody doesn't do that shit. Right. You know, cause I also get that supposed to, uh, that's what kind of adds a dimension to the amount of emotion that you're able to send through a text. Like I definitely, I, get the utility of these things right uh but like also not everybody fucking does that at all and it's not the only way to express levity or whatever through your texts and in addition to that ultimately texting is just kind of a shitty medium and if you're dating this person you know maybe maybe be talking a little bit more and don't worry too much about uh you know how, how you're coming across in texts I also feel as if he's pulling me up on saying things when he knows they're innocent. <laughs> he knew me before we started dating, and I kind of have an out there sense of humor. What do you think that means? An yeah. out there sense of humor. Apparently, hating emojis. <laughs> or yeah, like, I don't know how that fits in with. This. Maybe she's just roasting the shit out of him and not putting emojis behind it. Oh, there we go. There we go. Yeah, at least get some fucking fire emojis in there and some hand oh, claps for sure. if you're going to roast some claps. somebody. If you're finna, if you finna roast, if you finna yeah. get warm. Yeah. Well, yeah, she says she thinks this is dumb, but I don't want to offend him. Uh, and I agree. And, you know, just tell the guy that's not really your thing yeah. and see if you could narrow down what, what his deal is with getting so upset about that, you know? Because like I said, maybe he's just used to it with friends and a little off, but I don't know. I think in general, it's a little bit of a red flag if somebody's going to get pissed about your goddamn emojis. Yep. <gasps> get him. Period at the end of that sentence. Ainari <laughs> yeah. says, I'm honestly boggling at how immature this is. I don't know what your boyfriend's hangup is, but he needs to figure it out and learn to let it roll off his back. It's just how you text, and there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, what's next? Is he going to be upset with how inf- with your inflections when you speak? Yeah. To which she responds, I mean, I get that people text in a certain way and it's hard when you can't physically see the person speaking, how they mean something, but our final end of your exam is two weeks away. Forgive me if I'm a bit preoccupied and send texts back, send back quick texts. Send quick exactly. back. Text exactly. Back quick. Send text. I, we had this on a question recently too, and I'm blanking on what it was, but with somebody getting like a weird vibe off of people's texts. I think especially if you're dating somebody and it's not just like feeling out if somebody's into you, you know, when you're before you're dating or going out or whatever, uh, just it's the benefit of the doubt there, dude. You know, somebody's pissed at you. If your SO's pissed at you, they're just going to tell you, you're going to know in person. The fact that they're sending you short texts probably has more to do with them being busy or just not being into texting rather than like their secret message to you that they're pissed. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm using this medium. I'm the way I'm using this medium is to send you a message. And that's, that's not how that fucking yeah. goes at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's about it. As a final oh, note no. here, uh, Nelliskawix says, lol. Yes, this is both dumb and ridiculous. Strongly agreed. Nelliskawix strongly agree. That, that sums it up. Yep. But hey, nailed it. Talk to him about it. See if you can sort out what the deal was. Be like, yo, what the fuck? Seriously. Just lead with that. 
I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey, what the fuck? Seriously? Yeah. And then just paint your face yellow and paint some, like, blue tears coming down and just, like, laugh and then tilt your head to the side and laugh and then put it back up straight and laugh and then, and then he'll tilt he, it to the side and laugh. Yep. Yeah. He'll never then, want fucking emojis ever again. Then he'll understand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Speak man. his language. Bingo. My Bingo. 26F boyfriend. Wait, my 26F boyfriend. That shit. 28F. The last one, too. What? That was what? the last one, too. Sometimes I read that, and it's like, my, yeah. this boyfriend, and then like, is the boyfriend 26? My 26F boyfriend, boyfriend, right. My All right. 26F boyfriend, 28M, of three years, won't stop liking his ex's sexy photos. My boyfriend is naturally very flirtatious by nature. Naturally very flirtatious by nature. Nice. <laughs> I do my best to keep my jealousy at bay with him. He's almost exclusive. He has almost exclusively female friends and frequently grows on friend dates with them, which I'm very respectful of. However, the last year or so, he consistently likes his ex's sexy Instagram pictures, and it just frustrates me to no end. They had a very hypersexual relationship. They went to sex parties together, and she still swings. Nice. He'll post a picture in garters and a panty and a bra, and he'll like it, etc. I think he's liked every photo on her page. It's because the pictures are sexy that it bothers me so much. It makes me feel like he's telling her, hey, I still want to fuck you. When I brought this up to him, uh, that it makes me feel insecure and upsets me, he got really angry and basically told me, I'm fucking you, not her. And it kind of made me feel like a huge asshole about it. Am I being unreasonable? How do I make my boyfriend realize this is disrespectful to me? If it were pictures of her cat, food, travel, I wouldn't care. LDR. 26 is 8. 26 F BF 28 won't stop liking sexy pictures of his ex in laundry on Instagram. It made me feel like an asshole for complaining about it. Oh boy. That was posted by throwaway OC 621. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're not an asshole for being upset about it. That's, that's screwy for sure, man. I don't like that at all. Hmm. Hmm. What so, about you? Would, would this sort of shit bother you? They had a swingy... So, like, okay, if she's a swinger, he was probably swinger with, with her. You know what I'm saying? They probably had a pretty loose kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. And it might be something of an adjustment to come back from that. Like, I, I, uh, Yeah, I had that same thought, because they're not doing that. You know, he's used to... Uh, doing the swinger thing and hooking up with other people too. And then mm-hmm. if you jump into a monogamous relationship like that, you know, maybe to him liking this stuff just doesn't seem like that big yeah, of a deal. Doesn't seem like that big of a deal. Uh, on the other hand though, like if you're going to be in a monogamous relationship, you know that this other person isn't into this sort of thing. You, you gotta be cognizant of that shit. That's I think for most people, uh, it'd be super uncomfortable. And if she's not used to that too, I feel like that's going to leave her being like, oh, like he wants that. I can't provide that. And that's going to make you feel insecure and, and not good about things. And I think that's that's super reasonable. Is she super hot? Is another is something I want to know. Is <laughs> is this ex like way, way cute? Because I think that if she's like super hot, then maybe that that I would be more on the side of current girlfriend. But if she's like. If she's like, all right, <laughs> I don't know. That's the factor. That's <laughs> something of a factor to me. Like, yeah. or maybe like, maybe if she is like super way hot, maybe I'm not as mad about it. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm, you're like, like, oh, I get that. Like, like, like yeah, too. like who would not like that? Yeah. Nah, man, I'm not, I'm not big on this. Also, like, I definitely get some jealousy, you know, even, you know, talking to an ex a whole lot. Like, that's, Mm -hmm. you know, that could make people uncomfortable. And uh, just this, I don't know, man, that's a lot. That's a lot. I'm trying to find a comparison of what this would be before, like, social media was a thing. You know what I mean? Because this is, it's definitely, it's definitely different. Keeps, uh... Copies of sexy mimeographs around. 
censor through the post uh, a message proclaiming his appreciation of her mimeography. I did see your most recent mimeograph, and I found it quite arousing. <laughs> Ankles on fleek. That's what they said back then. <laughs> That hit yeah. me. That hit me in the right spot. Yeah. That tickled. Boom. That tickled me. I'm poking that funny bone. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. That's what we do here on the podcast. We poke funny bones, poke. but we also poke hearts with relationship advice and our penises. <laughs> yeah. Obviously that too. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, we'll poke you in the heart. <laughs> in the heart. With our That's our new tagline. We'll poke you in the heart. With our dicks. With our... Radio Free Tope. Dicks. Dear God. All right. Sorry, listeners. Sweet jeepus. Yeah, I apologize. Um, we're, we're, out of, we're out of control. We're out of control. We're having some drinks. Uh, okay. In, in general, do you agree that this is fucked up? I... I just... I, I can't fault a guy. Like, say, like... Cause you like he comes from a sexually permissive kind of environment with this ex, right? Yeah. So appreciating the form, like I think, I think that he's coming from a place where actions speak louder than words, right? Like I don't fuck anyone else. I come home to you. What's the big deal if I go like, oh yeah, this one, this one, I'm just gonna like. You know, <laughs> smashes some click buttons. Just smash that like button. I, I I get you in a logical sense there. And if this new girlfriend was you know into the the swinging and all that stuff too, I think this would be more acceptable. But it's the fact that he he has to know that she's not because they don't do that, right? Yeah. And I think you got to be aware of your partner's uh, you know level of of sexuality. Uh, and, and respect that with stuff like this. Because even if he doesn't think this is that big of a deal, she's coming to him, you know, saying it makes her feel insecure and he's getting pissed and mm. being an asshole about it, as she says. And I, I think that's that's where it becomes uncool. And, you know, on top of that, if your partner comes to you, says something you're doing is, is bothering them, you, you have to accommodate that, you know? Right. And that is it true. It doesn't sound like he's doing that. Or at least give some sort of explanation other than I'm fucking you, not her. Like, that's short and shitty. Yeah. And then on top of that... It's terse. Getting really angry about this makes me... I don't know. It makes me feel like he he knows that this is kind of fucked up. And, I don't know, maybe I'm getting a little conspiratorial, but this it sounds like a little gas lady, mildly gas lady type shit. Yeah. But he's like, how could you possibly be pissed about it? Like, you're the asshole here. When, like, mm. fuck you, dude. You're liking your ex's sexy pictures. It pisses your girlfriend off. Like, don't be a fucking dick. Yeah. So, I'm, I, I'm, I totally I'm see where you're coming from. This one. I totally see where you're coming from. Uh, he's gonna have to modify his uh, online relationship with this person. Just, just don't like the pictures. And I think exactly. that I think that's where the issue comes from. It doesn't mind necessarily that like you maintain uh social media contact but yeah, like exactly because this is this is a difference you know the like the like is a little message the like is definitely a hey like i still think you're hot i'm still into you there you know what i mean there's something there and that's that's what pushes that's what pushes it over a little bit yeah i can get behind that i i feel yeah. you. i feel where you're coming from hell yeah User Hardy underscore says, you're being extremely reasonable and putting up with things that many wouldn't. However, I doubt you will get him to reconsider. I used to be with someone who made me feel crazy and unreasonable for feeling uncomfortable, and I tried so hard to be seen as cool. In the end, I broke it off, and now I'm with someone who has normal boundaries and puts me first. Best decision of my life. Yeah, bingo. Because I, th- I think boundaries like that, a little bit, that's a difficult to change thing. You know what I mean? And if there's a if there's a clash there, that's something that could especially this sounds like a pretty fucking drastic clash. It's difficult to get somebody who is very much in that, you know, to tone that down if that's their thing. So, you know, I, I, I'm not giving it the a hundred percent breakup with this guy, but it it definitely sounds like it's not working. And I I if he's being a dick when you try to bring this up and saying that it makes you feel insecure and uncomfortable, then. I think you've done most of what you can. And if you can't get him to, you know, 
understand you and respect you in that way and change his behavior, then I don't think this is going to work out. Fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we can put the dumping air horn on this one, but it's pretty close. Maybe just like a little toot. <laughs> just just like a, a... Yep. Maybe I'll put, yeah, yeah, I'll put it. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> All right. You ready to move on to this next one? I am. I am. Hell yeah. <clears throat> I kind of see it too, dude. This this cider is strong. I've been drinking this like hopped cider. I'm not uh-huh. usually a cidery type person. And uh didn't like it at the first sip, but uh, it's growing on me and I'm feeling some things now. Yeah. I've been drinking that Paps Blue Ribbon. Hell yeah. Heineken! Yeah. Fuck that shit! <laughs> PBR definitely the superior beer of those little, two. Little blue, oh, re- little blue velvet reference for you. I don't, I don't know that. I don't know that reference. It's a movie with some actors that are important that I can't remember the names of at the moment. Yeah. But there's a, but there's a line where the guy yells, "Heineken, fuck that shit, Paps Blue Ribbon." <laughs> it's the only part I know of that movie. Uh, well, that's accurate. So I probably yeah. like that movie. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, here we go. My 31F husband, 30M, argues like a troll. We've been together for close to 10 years, and this only seems to get worse. We'll make some sort of statement, which I know isn't true during the, due to personal experience or because I've read somewhere, etc. When I tell him whatever statement isn't true, even if I back it up, he'll do something obnoxious like move the goalpost or, even worse... Tell me that I have no thoughts of my own and that I'm just some sort of internet sheep. It's incredibly infuriating. Yeah. Gets to the point where I just let him go on with whatever because I don't have the time or energy to fight with him. Plus, sometimes when this happens, he takes it personally and calls me horrible stuff. Or I get frustrated and angry and call him horrible stuff. I don't want to argue like this, but it's hard for me to avoid getting emotional. And if he does, he just and if he does, he just acts like it never happened and like it's always me that blows up. I also can't argue with him in public because he considers this disrespectful. Mm. He'll agree with me in public and then later argue that I was wrong, but that he was being a good husband by not disagreeing with me, which I think is total BS. Is there a way to shut this kind of argument down or win? I know our relationship needs work beyond that but I'm so tired of losing every argument because of his unfair tactics. TLDR, my husband argues like a jerk, and it's got me really frustrated. Any advice? And this is posted by Soggy Lost Toast. Oh, man. Um, (laughs) This has shades of my life in it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, um, I just remember arguments, particularly about social justice issues. Like, uh... We would, we would just argue, me and me and my college ex, we would argue about these things, and I feel like we would both do, like, we would both use logical fallacies on each other, and, like, strategically deploy uh, things like moving the goalpost, and, uh, uh, God, this, this is just really, this sucks. <laughs> It's it's so hard when you're in a relationship and you end up on opposite sides of an argument so often. And it sounds like they're arguing about esoteric stuff, not about, like, um, relationship issues. It's not about, you know, the laundry. It's about, you know, uh, esoteric issues. So maybe maybe you keep it light. <laughs> yeah, like you're saying, it doesn't seem like this is anything important. And if you keep getting into these big arguments about shit that I assume, you know, doesn't really matter than much, you know, maybe don't do that. And also, if, this, this guy just sounds like an asshole. Like, this shit is irritating when it's some friend or even just some dickhead online. You yeah. know, if you're being married to somebody who does this shit, uh, and especially if you know that they, you know, care about you and all that stuff, like, that's that's really fucking irritating, man. Yeah, this this seems really intense. Yeah, and I hate its guts, and <laughs> and I I wish that I wish that you could always bet on someone coming from a good faith position, 
but maybe he's playing devil's advocate. Well, because I, I, I hate that shit. Because some sucks. people are just like, oh, I'm just taking devil's advocate and use that yeah, as carte blanche to just be fuck an the devil. douche. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not a fucking good bit. The devil sucks. I know some sucks. people get a kick out of that. Don't exactly. advocate for him. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not, it's not a good personality retreat. It doesn't, it's not a fucking good bit. It's always, it's always irritating, you know? And, uh, yeah, I, I, I think just avoid those conversations and sit down also in a, in a, you know, calmer state, bring up that it's pissing you off. You know that if you're getting angry, he's getting angry. It's not, yeah. he's not having a great time either. Like, you know, save that shit for fucking 4chan. And yeah. then uh, keep it out of the house. That's what I think. That would be something to do. Encourage him to, like, if his whole thing is arguing. We've run into this before where somebody oh, yeah. just loves to just loves to argue, and that's, like, how they get off. Uh, encourage them to get that somewhere else. Like, that's not an emotional need that you can comfortably fulfill for him. Exactly. So he, he's got to get it elsewhere. Do that online. Do that with your dickhead buddies. Don't do that with your fucking wife. If it keeps it keeps going badly like this, yep, or debt, yeah. yeah, you know. Unfortunately, we might have just created another asshole uh, off into the internet, but uh, you know that's a fucking drop in the bucket. Retired stripper clown says, "Bottom line, this method of communicating is not working for you and is creating resentment. And you need you two need to find a new way. Counseling immediately. He's clearly not going to hear this well from you." at least not without calling you a sheep, so an independent third party with no stake in your relationship might be better able to get through to him, but he's got to be willing to open a book in there. Uh, Not say one thing in therapy and another when you get home. Is there a way to shut down this kind of argument or win? No. General advice when you argue with people who like this is don't feed the troll. I imagine this will cause even more tension in the household. Frankly, I chose I choose not to engage with people that behave this way. Exactly, and, and I'd say too if you know if these people were you know fucking twenty or something, it just dating like that'd be possibly grounds to end it. You know, but if you're married and you try to keep this going, then counseling is definitely a reasonable avenue on this. And then below that, UXM6901 says, also arguments in a relationship shouldn't be about who wins nor who loses. You're supposed to be on the same team. Same team. Fucking exactly, man. Like, if you're putting so much stake on winning an argument against your wife, it's it's fucking meaningless. Like, ah, God. Like, who's keeping score? And if you are, fuck. Like, that sucks. (laughs) Yeah. They just got a whiteboard in their kitchen uh, with a little score on each side. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, don't do that. That's not good. Yeah, only do that for pinbot scores. <laughs> Funny aside, uh my my parents used to play uh pinbot on the NES and they would they had a little uh whiteboard on the refrigerator and they would mark their high score like before they left for work cuz they left for work at different times. They'd wake <laughs> up in the morning and they'd play pinbot and they'd mark their high score. Ah, oh, man, that's cute. I like that. Cool shit. Get, get some get some competition like that in there if you gotta yeah. you know if you gotta have this heated shit start playing fucking Fortnite or something yeah, yeah. fucking Fortnite 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 yeah I think I think the person saying counseling that's that's the big answer here is uh somebody who's like this even going in with reason who knows if he's just gonna go back into uh fucking trolling on a relationship conversation and that's yeah. Yeah, that's not productive and obnoxious. Yeah, it's so. fucked up and I hate its guts. Yeah, accurate. Get some counseling. We hate this fucking dude, but uh, you know, you're married to him. You want to apparently make it work. you love him or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Go to the get some damn counseling. All right, what do we got next? What's next? My girlfriend, twenty three F, says I'm twenty six M, too uptight. I think she's lazy. I moved in with my girlfriend six months ago, and I'm considering breaking up over her habits at home. She's lazy at keeping the apartment clean. She separates the kitchen sink into two parts, one for her dirty dishes and the other for my dirty dishes. She won't wash her dishes until the sink is full or there are no more clean utensils. Usually there will be a week's worth of dirty dishes in the sink. 
I'm disgusted, and when I tell her to wash the dishes, she'll say I'm nagging her. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, that, that just came out. Episode 8, The Burper. The Belcher. She won't throw out the trash. She'll let the bin overflow and use plastic bags to contain the extra trash instead of going out to clear the trash. I went away for three days to visit some family. When I came back, the trash was not cleared out, and there were flies in the dustbin. She doesn't put her dishes in the sink. Uh, If she has pasta on the couch, she'll leave the dirty plate on the coffee table until I tell her multiple times to put it in the sink. She cannot cook anything except for eggs, boiled vegetables, and instant noodles. I didn't realize that she eats outside every day for every meal. So now I cook every day, but she doesn't even clean up even though I've asked her to help. She says she'll do it, but never does it. When she does laundry, she doesn't fold her clothes and just dumps it on the floor of the bed. Her closet is so full of clothes that you can't open up. Her closet is so full of clothes that you can't open with a mount. You can't open without a mountain of clothes falling out. Her laundry basket is always full of dirty clothes because she's too lazy to do laundry. She will wait until a pile of clean clothes on her bed is gone before doing any laundry. Am I wrong to think she's lazy and dirty? <laughs> I love her, but I'm feeling resentful and annoyed after six months of living together. She's 30 and still cannot prepare a meal for herself. I finally sat her down and told her her habits are making me feel resentful, and she says I'm just an uptight person. Am I? Is her way of living normal? With my ex-girlfriend, we had a system of ensuring the sink was clean and empty, and all the trash was cleaned out before going to bed. The living place was always clean and tidy, and laundry was done promptly. There was no scoring system. Whoever came home first cleared the trash, and we did the dishes alternately. Is my ex a, a unicorn and I'm being unreasonable and uptight? TLDR, GFCS, GFCS. I'm uptight about cleanliness. I think she's lazy and dirty. She doesn't wash dishes, cook, clean, take out the trash, or do laundry promptly. And that was posted by Do Your Dishes. <laughs> Fuck, man. This shit's irritating when it's, you know, your fucking dickhead roommate. Yeah. But this is complicated fucking a million fold when you're when you're dating this person can i just say that i am the dickhead roommate oh, yeah. uh, i'm not a particularly tidy person by anyone's imagining or measuring um so maybe i can give some perspective on on the on the the dirty lazy person uh have, have you lived have you lived with a girlfriend before I have. She was also a dirty, lazy person, so our house was a nightmare. <laughs> uh, but, I, you know, that part fucking sucks, but at least that's better than the, than the mismatch here that just leads to all this resentment. I, I, I always say, I've, I've never lived with a girlfriend before, and like I said, I dated somebody for three years and, and didn't get to that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in part, I, I think it's... Let's see, they've been six months. I feel like that that can be where you really find out what a person is like. Because you can get you yep. can get along perfectly in a relationship dynamic when you've got your own space to retreat to and you manage that the way that you want to. Right. Uh but when you move in together, like it doesn't matter how much you love each other, you are no longer just in a relationship. You're also roommates. And roommate dynamics can clash super hard. I True. knew friends in college who are no longer friends yeah. because they live together and fucking hated each other's guts by the end. And so I'm not, not to say, obviously, don't move in with somebody because, you know, that's typically the end goal if you're dating and potentially going to, you know, be together forever with somebody. But I feel like you can't just you can't just jump into that shit. You, you got to really talk and sort that stuff out you know before you even move in together in an ideal situation to stop this from happening because i mean the worst way is you're in there this comes as a surprise then you're fucking pissed you have the conversation but ultimately that's that's their habits they've had those for years you know it's not an easy thing to change right and if you have to work on changing that on top of living in the same place together you're going to have a shitty fucking time. It's it's going to be this. It's going to be unpleasant. And it might ruin the relationship. Yeah. And that sounds like that's what's happening here. Can I just say um, that it's it's almost as if, like, if you live a little more fast and loose and you don't, uh, you don't keep up with the place the same way, 
uh, as some people. It's almost as if you don't see it. Like, um, like you can know consciously that oh, the fucking trash needs to come out, but you you almost don't see that that it, that needs to be done. Um, yeah, exactly. It's, it's funny. I had a similar conversation with my therapist uh, the other week, and uh, she was like, "I think it's because you." are still living in a child's room is what she said to me. I was like, damn. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Uh, her name's Robin Doolittle and uh, she doesn't rob or do little. She fucking, she drops knowledge on a motherfucker. Did she, did she put some fire emojis after that fucking sentence? Yeah. She God fucking damn. burnt me up. <laughs> um, so she's like, you don't even see that there's anything that needs to be done uh, because you're not even fully taking care of your space like an adult. And maybe that's where girlfriend 30 F is. Uh, no, definitely. You know, I don't think this shit is antagonistic the same way you move in with your friend, you know, and shit gets bad because your habits are different. You know, she thinks he's uptight because like you said, she did, she doesn't see this stuff. This is just normal to her. And yeah. so for somebody to be bothered by that is, is probably bizarre. And, you know, I can understand that, but if you want to live together and you want to make stuff work, you got to come to some kind of compromise. And I think also the good, you know, growing up, good thing to do is to come to the compromise of, of being cleaner, you know? Yeah. Because that also, it's just not good. I, I was saying uh, last episode, I had that kind of crappy anxiety depression week. My place got filthy and that shit makes it worse too, man. If you're... You know, you see that every day, you're like, God fucking damn it, I need to do something about this. Yeah. But it's also, it adds up, it becomes increasingly an overwhelming task to do. That's just going to make you feel worse. It's going to be harder and harder to do something about it. So I wouldn't say meet in the middle on this, but come out with some sort of plan where you could be a little more clean, you know, designate chores if need be without making that a point of contention as best as possible. Yeah. And if you're going to make this work, you got to put the fucking effort in to do that. Otherwise, you know, you can't live together. And if you want to date in the long run, then that shit's not going to work out. We, uh, we did division of labor where she would take care of the laundry and I would take care of the dishes. Um, but usually that worked out to, we lived out of laundry bins like nobody ever put anything away <laughs> so we both just like lived out of laundry baskets uh, i know that game and uh i would wash the dishes when we were fully out of shit or like she would cook something fucking heinous and like create like an enormous fucking mess and i would refuse to address it <laughs> like, she used to make she used to make calico bean casserole was the name of the was the name of the the uh oh, the boy. dish and uh, it apparently required like a stew pot full of like, and you had to cook, you had to cook it in such a way that there was like a fucking inch thick layer of beans at the bottom <laughs> of the fucking thing with ketchup and shit. And I was uh, just fully fucking unwilling to scrape the shit out into the fucking trash can. Ugh. I just couldn't, I just wouldn't do it. And it's even gnarlier the longer that sits marinating in the water. Oh, is that and it, like fucking uh, barnacles stuck to the side of the pot? <laughs> filthy, stinky barnacles. Fucking barnacle bean casserole. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Fuck that barnacle bean casserole. Well, so do, so do you think you think this shit is this a deal breaker if, in most cases? Because I know I'm given this kind of ideal situation where maybe you can work through this. It's How some, realistic do you think that is? It's some odd couple Felix and Oscar shit. Like, you need to, um, like, if you want to be the cleanly one, if you want to be the, I can't remember which one, I think Felix was the clean one, because that sounds like a clean name, and Oscar sounds like a dirty name. <laughs> Oscar um, the Grouch. Yes, exactly. Uh, if you want to be, like, if you want a tidy space, and your partner doesn't have, like, a concept of how to maintain that, um... You got to put it on yourself to fucking keep the place tidy. Um, like she says, she like you said that she doesn't cook, right? Except for eggs, boiled vegetables and instant noodles. Then you make the dishes and unfortunately you clean the dishes. It sucks. 
Um, like you got to let her live the the dirty life that she wants to live. If you if you love her, you gotta you gotta let her be a little dirty. You gotta pick up more of the slack. It sucks so fucking bad. Yeah, but I mean, I th- I think that it does seem like this comes down to that you know is this a deal breaker or not? Then and if it is, you know you gotta get the fuck shit. out. If if a plan to fix it doesn't happen, uh, and if you wanted to keep, you know, I think you're right. I'd attempt to make some sort of plan there, but ultimately you're probably going to end up having to pull more of the weight because you are the clean one. Yeah. You're the clean one. Sorry, man. Not necessarily fair, but if it's, if it's worth it to make it work, there it is. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks so bad. And uh, I I feel bad as the dirty one. Yeah. Um, I do. (laughs) And like, you could address this from the beginning, just like on the first date, like, Hey, so what's your, What's your cleanliness like? And if they're like, "Oh, I'm a fucking shit house," and you're like, "Well, I'm oh, a clean never boy, mind," and you just forget it. But then, it. like, two shit houses living together is a fucking it's it's unbearable. Like, it gets oh, to yeah. a, like two plus two is four minus one. That's three. Quick maths. <laughs> um, but there's no minusing to it. Nobody minuses it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my sucks. god. Everything can be framed in a big shack analogy. That's really the that's really the overarching lesson here. Big ting. Hold yeah. tight. Hold tight. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. Oh, so I'd say hold tight. Do your dishes. Uh, hopefully, your girl doesn't have a pumpy because uh, maybe she gets pissed <laughs> about your you know your cleanliness and she uh, quack 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 and you're gonna be ducking. That's <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Oh man! All right, all right. No more of this. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> oh God, I'm fucking hilarious. Holy shit! Uh, okay, uh, I think maybe we got time for one more if we really if we really dig into this. Uh, do you want to do the depressing one or the or the lifter? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I want I want to do the lifter. I'm going to do the <clears throat> Wait, so which one's the lifter? Is the my 35M wife 34. Got you. The sex related? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll you go ahead about, and read this one. You yeah, know about that sex one. related? Wait, fuck it. I'm on the zone. Maybe this is an extended play episode. Who knows? We do it for the fans. Damn. You know what they say, you can never get enough radio free tote bag. That's what they say, dude. Don't I hear stop them saying till it. You get enough. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get this shit rolling then. My 35M, wife 34F, lied to me about something sex-related that's not a big deal. Not a big deal. Yeah. I've been with my wife for eight years, married for four. When we first started dating, someone anonymously emailed me a video of her giving two guys oral sex at the same time. I'm guessing it was an ex or someone who was into her trying to make me dump her. It's definitely her in the video. I never told her about the video, and I know I probably should have, but I thought it was better not to upset her about it. It wasn't a hidden video. She talks about the fact that she is being recorded in the video, so she knows it exists. But we were talking about fantasies and stuff we always want to do, and she mentioned being with two guys at once. Now, I know she was promiscuous before we met, and I said something like, Oh, I figured you would have done that at least once when you were younger. And she said she hadn't, but she always wanted to. So I said, not even just blowjobs or anything? And she just said, nope. Damn. I didn't mention the video because now I think it's too far removed to where anything good can come of it. But it just bothers me that she straight up lied about it. Like that she did it and wants to do it doesn't bother me. It actually turns me on. But the lying about something so small, I don't know. It makes me wonder what else she's lied about. Do I just let it go or tell her I've seen the video? TLDR... Wife lied about previous sexual activities. Makes me uncomfortable that she lied. Should I just try to let it go or confront it about it? And that was posted by Throwaway AP sixteen. Wow. So you first off, what a fucking douche whoever sent that shit, dude. Yeah, Fuck whoever you, sent that, that, sort of that thing, sucks. Man. God damn. Don't Fuck be the you. guy who sends the new boyfriend the anonymous uh, double blowjob video. Don't be. Don't be that guy. <laughs> We all know that guy. Don't fucking be him. You don't want to be him. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he was one of the penises in the video. Ooh. 
Ooh. Like, how else do you get a hold of that video? That, that's true. Well, it says it wasn't a hidden video. Like, is this up on Pornhub or some shit? Or, like, hmm. this is just on her Instagram? You know what I mean? <laughs> I think Insta has uh, terms of service against that. Uh, um, yeah, motherfuckers. Um, so, yeah, like, shouts to you, throwaway AP16, for thinking this is no big deal. Because uh, some people would be uh, pretty fucking squicked about yeah, I mean, this. Yeah, this guy's rational and reasonable as hell about this. Yeah, and he even thinks it's a turn-on. So, like, maybe she's not aware of how down you are. That's that's definitely what this sounds like. Because that's, you know, that's a fucking bomb to drop on somebody. And yeah. if it's not something extremely important to you, then, like... You know, I'd be worried about throwing that out there in a relationship in case that fucks some stuff up. But also it's small enough that, you know, you don't necessarily need to bring that up. But yeah, I'm with him. The fact that she straight lied about it, not a huge deal. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think that that does mean she's been lying about other stuff. I can definitely see just wanting to avoid this shit. Right. uh, I, I think he's got to address this. I think it's worth bringing it up. Yep. If you're feeling things about, you know, anything in a relationship and it's, and it's bugging you, you, I think the best course of action is always to talk about that shit. So you don't stew on that. Yeah. He, uh, he has an edit here at the end says, I'm going to go come clean to her now. I think it's the right thing to do. Submitted two hours ago. So this, this is fresh. Damn, this, this is, is happening right now. This is this is in progress currently. Uh, two Zoots says, if it were me, I'd just let this one go. Only going to cause stress if you bring it up, and the past is the past, but it's up to you, man. Utterly Unhinged says, I really don't think you get to hold something you saw in, in italics. Secret revenge porn against your wife. God, this is fucked up. Yeah, man. I, also, I want to let her know, because, like, again... You're a fucking shithead if you do this. Like, right. maybe she's still friends with this person and doesn't know that he's doing this. And it'd yeah. be good to know that so she could stop talking to whatever fucking asshole this is. Good call. Uh, help her weed out some fucking chaff in her life. Exactly. There you go. And if he's in there, too, and it's a sort of person who's doing stuff like that, she's friends with him. You know, who who fucking knows what else this jackass is going to try to do? Right. But Fuck, if this man. conversation is happening right now, I say we end this episode, go hop in the RFTB helicopter, uh, which mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen flying around your city, yes. and uh, we'll rope down, bust through the window, and uh, you know we'll help him through this conversation. It's got copter nuts. You know, like truck nuts, but it's copter nuts. <laughs> Chop- oh, yeah, dude. Chopper nuts. Yeah, everybody knows about those chopper nuts. Yeah. That's the new fad in, uh, uh, in helicopters. Yeah. Chopper four. Do you remember that... Um, Sklar Brothers bit, Chopper 4. I love me some fucking Sklar Brothers, but I actually I haven't heard a whole lot of their Chopper stand-up. 4! When I'm Chopper 4 went down... <laughs> when Chopper 4 went down to the Hudson River, who was first on the scene? Chopper 4. Coincidence? Or Chopper 4? <laughs> you have to look up Chopper 4. It's good shit. Yeah. You gotta get those dudes on the show. I, yeah, friends, friends of the show. Um, Sklar Brothers. Randy and... Jason. Jason's Jason. Nice. Yeah. Do you ever, you nice. ever watch Cheap Seats? I never watched Cheap Seats. Never got into oh, it. Dude, that was that was the only thing. I, I'm not a big sports dude. That's the only thing on ESPN I liked. It's those two. Um, they'll pull up footage of like a miniature golf tournament, and then they'll just fucking riff on it the entire time. It is. I, I just remembered that, too. I dude, that's go right up my alley. That. Yeah, we're yeah, going gonna... it's, to. It's fucking awesome. We're going to watch Cheap Seats together after this. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We're going to Skype and watch Cheap Seats. It's going to be fucking <laughs> tight as fuck. Cheapies. Yeah. Highly recommend. And to you too, the listener, if, you know, you don't even have to be into sports. It's, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> okay. 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 Refocusing here. Yeah. Goddamn. Somebody sends you a video of your wife sucking two dongers. And that's not a big deal to you. And you actually find it kind of hot. But she goes... No, that's never, no, I, like, I kind of want to be with two guys, but it's never happened before. Are you saying after you show her the video, she denies it? 
No, I'm saying that, like in the scenario that he has now. The scenario yeah. is he's just talking about like what are some things you're into, and she's like, I kind of want to be with two guys at once. And but you have this revenge porn in your pocket, and you go, is this it? So you've never done that before? No. Uh no, that's not how you bring that shit up, dude. That it, no, he did that though. No, no, I don't. Like, that's what happened. Like, he he had the video, and then they were talking about fantasies, uh, and she's like, I want to be with two guys. I and you, you, you yeah, know that she'd she been with two guys. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, you ever done that before? And she's like, no. Yeah. yeah I guess I am just putting together that he's had the video the entire time. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Again, with what I said. I... So, like, what the fuck? Like, I don't think that's... I. Like, I don't think... I don't think the lie is that big of a deal. I don't think that her saying that it's never happened before is that big of a deal because there's such a stigma around sex generally. And like there's there's kind of this like um, this belief that women don't even enjoy sex. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's kind of this thing in that like sexual expression is like this real taboo thing for women. I feel you. And uh, she's concerned that you're going to be fucking weirded out. Yeah. And I, no, I think that's, that's what I was saying before. Too. I feel like, you know, that's, that's definitely justifiable. I understand that. I understand lying about this. You know, it's not like this was happening when they were together. It's, I, I get not wanting to bring that up in case that rocks the boat. If ultimately it's not a super important thing to you. And uh, yeah, definitely with what you're saying, I think most women would be, you know, most people in general would be concerned about this shit. It is it is difficult to talk about. There's there's definitely a stigma there. I think you let it go. I think you gotta let it go. Yeah. You don't think him coming clean is the right thing? Like, I I would be very interested to find out the outcome of this conversation. Um, but I, I think you I think you can let it go if yeah. you want. Or you can confront her with the fact that you have the revenge porn like I have the photographic evidence here. Um, why'd you lie to me? Like, oh god, ooh, ooh. But so I, I wouldn't even bring it up like that. I would be like, hey, like preface this. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not upset, you know, about anything in this situation. But some fucking dude who apparently has access to you, to you know, to a video from you, sent me this video, and. You know, it's weighing on me. Like, I just, I don't want this to be in the background here. Again, for the reason I said before, you know, so she knows that some fucking creep is doing this. And, right. and two, so it's not sitting, you know, in the back there. So, I, I just, I don't know. Keep Keeping a secret like that, especially when it's something you can bring up and I think talk through. If, you know, he, he's ultimately okay with it besides the lying part. I, I think it's worth bringing up. Yep. Yep. Damn. Well, maybe we keep an eye on this and see if you get some sort of update later on, because if this is just happening, I'm definitely curious what the outcome is, but I, I think it's good. He seems reasonable. It doesn't sound like he's going in there. You fucking lied to me about the two dicks. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Especially since he's kind of like, oh, fucking two dicks. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. You lied to me about the two dicks. You lied to me about them two dicks. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think... <laughs> This dude sounds rational and reasonable. I, yep. I think this is going to turn out fine. Well, folks, uh, I think we got to wrap this one up. Especially, I got to pee. I got to pee, yeah, Dono. Me too. Me too. I got plenty of this dry hopped cider ping ponging around in the old this bladder. This Pabst is weighing on my bladder currently. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's wrap this fucker up then for the for the sake of the hosts. For the sake of the hosts. Our intro music is the song Hanging On by the band Knower. You can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. Oh, it's trying to escape. It's trying to escape right there. We gotta do this quick. Our outro music is Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find them at thehayfellows.com or Instagram.com or Instagram.com slash, uh, slash thehayfellows. Nailed it. God damn it. Nailed it. Uh, our anonymous question box thing will be available on our social media 
this week, please get at us with uh, with your woes. We feed on your on your pain. Yeah, man. An- answering the questions out of there is, is honestly the best. And on top of that, I know I posted saying the phone line was working because uh, it did, uh, and then it fucked with us for two days after that. So yeah. we're it's still been, working on that. But that that Bronco has been bucking underneath us for days, and we are very upset. Uh, but worst case scenario, and maybe even on the next one, uh, we could just get people in on the Skype call. So if you got a relationship question you feel comfortable talking about with your own voice, with us, uh, send us a message on social media or to one of us, and uh, we can get you on, talk to you on air, because we'd we'll get you on uh, really have a good time. Yeah, we have fun here. You know we have fun. Yeah. Uh, so if there's no other business, uh, my name is Arthur. And my name is Donovan. And this has been your Radio Free Tote Bag, and we have been so glad to have you with us, and we can't wait to see you next week. Bye! Mwah!